Hey, this is Chris. Before we get to the show, let me tell you a little bit about Anchor. Anchor is our way of we record podcasts. Fantastic. Let me tell you why. It's easy. It's free. There are creation tools that we can record and edit your podcast right from your phone and your computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you. So it can be heard on such um, providers as Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many, many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need in a podcast and so much more. Check out Anchor, and you can find it all in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Anchor, it's a fantastic way of creating your first podcast and making it work. everybody, welcome back to the Ohioan Podcast Network. Craig Schaub here with you, and we are joined today by our New York City film critic, Bob Garver. Bob, how are you doing today on this Monday morning? I'm doing great. Happy Monday. All right, well, it's Monday morning. We've got a weekend of Bob watching some movies, uh, hopefully some good ones. Bob, we're going to talk about the, the newest release, the biggest new release at the box office, that's Malignant. Uh, this is a, a movie directed by James Wan, who is, I guess, I don't know why I want to call him a master of horror, but he's sort of uh, carved out a niche here as a horror director uh, over the last several years. What did you think about Malignant? Malignant is one of the most absurd <clears throat> movies I've seen in a long time. Um, 80% of it is actually bland and terrible but it makes the last 20% stick out all the more because of the absurd direction that it goes. Okay. What, um, you know, overall, you know, you know, James Wan's had a sort of an interesting career. You know, he really kind of burst onto the scene with Saw. He directed Insidious, um, also a Fast and Furious movie. He directed uh, The Conjuring. So he's sort of Aquaman. So he sort of have a, you know an interesting career. Uh, what do you make of this movie overall? You say it kind of goes off the rails. It's absurd. What, what, what overall? What you kind of make of it? Well, I mean, again, it takes a long time to get going. You think you're watching just this below-average horror movie uh, from from James Wan, a guy who's who you're right has had you know just as many misses as he's had hits. Um, Annabelle Wallace plays this um, woman who uh, is uh, pregnant and uh, she's had several miscarriages. Um, her, uh, her husband beats her, uh, but uh, he's, he's not long. Uh, he, he's eliminated from the movie pretty quickly, so uh, we can all rejoice in that. Um, and she uh, has a, uh, what she thinks is a psychic connection to a series of murders. Um, it turns out that, um, that the psychic connection uh, maybe is a bit more literal than, than what she believes. Uh, I don't want to get into spoilers sure. here, sure. but um, the, uh, the entity uh, that's at work who, who I should point out uh, is named Gabriel and, and bad horror movies, bad action movies, uh, love to name their villains Gabriel because they're so proud of themselves for for the irony of naming, you know, evil forces after a famous angel. 
Right. They're so impressed with themselves over that. <laughs> um, but then you get into that last 20% of the movie, and I, I'm pretty sure I've laughed harder at this movie than uh, any movie in the last two years. Okay. <laughs> but it's not uh, comedy. It's laughing, a movie. screaming, and screaming with laughter. Okay. Um, you know, one of the things that, you know, I, and I'm not a really big horror genre fan, but, you know, I, I do sort of like the visual style of James Wan. I mean, I, I, I didn't really like his Aquaman, but I thought it looked good. Um, his horror movies generally have looked pretty good, whether you like them or not. Anything visually stand out about this movie? I mean, is this sort of a classic sort of James Wan, good looking movie, whether you like it or not, it still looks good. There's one, uh, really good shot around the uh the the 25 maybe 30 percent mark uh that's an overhead shot of this woman uh going around her very spacious house um i guess minus the uh ceiling uh because it's an overhead shot but you see her going from from room to room and you're uh i guess getting an idea of the layout although you know it never really comes up the the layout it's sure. it is an impressive shot okay well, um, it's all over the place. The last uh, act or so, you you found yourself laughing. What did you give your your What's your final grade here on *Malignant*? Here's here's the grade I'm giving *Malignant*: a B minus minus. <laughs> because at no point is this a good movie, but it needs to be seen. If you if you can handle an R-rated horror movie. It, you need to go out of your way to see it because it is it is required viewing because of how bonkers it gets toward the end. <laughs> All right. Well, and you can obviously see it in theaters right now. It did. Uh, it's also, did I believe, on HBO Max. And on HBO Max right now as well for the 30-day run. Um, five and a half or so million dollar box office, so finished third behind Shang-Chi and uh, Free Guy. Um, but uh, certainly, as uh, Bob said, go give it a look. So uh, we... we you know, it's the year of the horror movie, I guess. You know, they're easier to produce, maybe, and uh, people might be looking for a good scare given the last uh, couple of years we've had with COVID. So it seems like it's a horror movie every week, it seems like we're talking about, Bob. Yes. Um, there were, I saw it on a Friday night, uh, and I don't think there were 10 people in the theater. Let's say right. there were nine people in the theater, but each and every one of them was reacting very strongly. To, to what was going on toward the end of this movie. All right. Well, this uh, sort of a mysterious... I mean, I'm, I'm going to have to check this out, Bob. I'm not usually into horror, but I might have to check this out because, you know, I'm so intrigued by your, your review here that uh, I almost have to see how bonkers it really gets. So we'll definitely have to check it out, uh, Malignant. Please do. All right. So going from Malignant to hopefully something that you enjoyed a little bit even more, maybe, The Card Counter... Uh, Oscar Isaac, who you know, I think is just a terrific young actor uh, working right now, uh, gets directed here, uh, written and directed by Paul Schrader, um, who has had an illustrious career, especially as a writer, writing Taxi Driver, Raging Bull, uh, more recently First Reform. Uh, tell us a little bit about The Card Counter. The Card Counter stars uh, Oscar Isaac as a former guard at the Abu Ghraib prison, uh, which... Um, Famously was involved in torturing prisoners uh, in the early 2000s, uh, following 9-11. Um, he went to uh, prison for his abuse of power. 
And uh, while in prison, he learned to count cards. And since being released, he goes from casino to casino, uh, playing, I believe, uh, blackjack. And yeah, blackjack. Um, never winning more than $1,000 a night. But, uh, but carving out a pretty good living for himself uh, on the road. Um, he meets this uh, woman who is uh, putting together a stable of poker players um, and wants him for her team. Uh, he also meets a, a young man uh, played by Ty Sheridan uh, from uh, Ready Player One and Voyagers, who... Um, whose father was also a guard at Abu Ghraib and who wants revenge on the guy who uh, trained him to be so monstrous. Well, it's uh, obviously, you know, one of those late summer, pre-fall kind of releases, you know, a lot of getting a lot of buzz, you know, I mean, Paul Schrader's a well-respected filmmaker, Oscar Isaac, a, a great actor. Uh, what was your overall thoughts on this? I mean, did you like it? What, uh, what anything stand out to you? Um, I hate to say it, there's a real lack of excitement in this movie. I mean, there's, you wonder about certain things, but it's not enough to really, wasn't really enough to hold my attention for uh, for an entire movie. A uh, movie like this, if it's going to work, it needs to be like, needs to be like A quality. And this was, this was a B minus movie for me. Um, I, I'm not saying it's bad, it's, it, and in fact, it is quite good. But there's just not a lot there to uh, to really get excited about. Okay. Um, anything stand out? Oscar Isaac performance? Yes, yeah, Oscar Isaac's performance and um, and and Ty Sheridan and Tiffany Haddish. I mean, it's good performances all around, and it's competent direction from the legendary Paul Schrader. It just it never comes together into a into into a hole that really begs uh, to be seen. Um, it, as opposed to malignant, uh, I heard a lot of snoring throughout the movie from <laughs> patrons in the theater, even though it was a more crowded theater than okay. the one for malignant. Okay. Well, sometimes that happens. Uh, sometimes, uh, you know, this is not for everybody. Uh, well, Bob, we definitely appreciate you stopping by this week. What do you have coming up next week? Uh, next week, I've got a movie called Cop Shop. Okay. Uh, apparently it's an action movie. Uh, the Eyes of Tammy Faye, uh, a uh, movie that's apparently going to be an Oscar contention for Jessica Chastain playing Tammy Faye Baker. Yeah. Um, there's a, a third one. I oh, off the top of my head, I can't remember what it is though. Um, I'll have to uh, get back to you on on that uh, what that third one is. But uh, I look forward to uh, sharing at least three movies with you next week. All right. That sounds great. And it, it sounds like uh, we're getting into Oscar season, which is exciting. So uh, hopefully the eyes of Tammy Faye will deliver for you. Well, Bob, we definitely appreciate your time as always. Thanks for stopping by. Thank you very much for having me. This is the highlight of my week. Hi, I'm Jennifer Mooney. Welcome to what is our new Hope Interrupted podcast based on the work from our book, Hope Interrupted, that I co-authored with my good friend, Byron McCauley. Hey, Jennifer. You know, I'm looking forward to this podcast as much as I was look, looking forward to writing this book with you. We hope to interview some uh, high-impact folks as well as have a little fun. We're going to cover stories of hope. To learn more about our podcast and our book, please visit www.hopeinterrupted.com.